0: morning everybody and welcome to CIR Realty Business Mastery. We are here with Teal Tatum, one of our realtors. Welcome Teal. Hi. Thanks for being with us. Um, Today we are going to be talking about property management and building a property management division with a little bit of a real estate background and Teal you've been doing this for a while super successfully and that's not an easy accomplishment in property management so thanks for being here to share your expertise with our people. We appreciate it. For
1: sure. And one of the other things is in 200 years when they're digging up this digital archive, we're gonna be like Teal Tatum and Cheryl Becker were the two very first property managers at CIR. Yeah. You're uh, partly the reason why we had to, well, definitely the reason why we had to create the property manager division as quickly as we had to do it. So uh, thank you for your patience with us as we learn and uh, get it together. But Teal brought a ton of knowledge and uh, it's awesome to have you with us. So just so uh, you
2: had you, happy, you took me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for oh, good. Yeah. So mutual. Yeah. Um Okay.
1: So tell us, take us in your your real estate history. Um, tell us a little bit about your real estate background up until today. Yeah.
2: Um, basically, I started as a relocation specialist about ten years ago. Oh. So that kind of laid the foundation for me. Um, so I wasn't really expecting to go into real estate. I just started as a relocation specialist. Um, So I met a ton of um, property management companies, owners, investors. um, And so I've brought in probably about 500 people into the city and kind of worked with them. Um, So it's, yeah, it just kind of laid the foundation for me to kind of get into property management. Um, I deal with a lot of property managers. So it just, yeah, made sense for me to to just continue down that path. Perfect.
0: Um, side question, which company were you working with as a relocation specialist? Welcome home. Oh. Yeah. That would have been a really great experience. It's, it was amazing.
2: I'm a gypsy by heart. So be able to meet all these different people all the time, I need change. And yeah, yeah it, I love it. That's My awesome. husband doesn't have to shit me off as much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I get to live vicariously through everybody. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So you transitioned into, real estate and property management side of things. So what did, you, how, well, what did that look like? So obviously at one point you had, you were managing nothing and you needed client number one. What was your journey to start building that database of people? When the economy started going down and I was getting less
2: relocations, right. um, yeah. I realized that I needed something more um, and kind of put it out there. And one day when I was showing up, uh, when someone was showing me a property, it was this older woman, and she's just like, do you want to take my company over? <laughs> and she had, she had just wow. had 15, 15, uh, 15 doors. properties. Yeah, doors, sorry. And um, I said, yeah, sure, <laughs> I think I'd love to. So yeah. then I just kind of started slowly, and um, it, it was perfect. It really has manifested into some awesome stuff. Cool. Yeah.
1: So you had the 15-door base. Yeah. And then adding on to that, how did that work in terms of starting to build that portfolio? Um,
2: I had to do it. It was basically just word of mouth. Right, um, is kind of how it kind of built at the beginning.
0: So, did you do any sort of marketing at all? No, no paid marketing.
2: Only because I was out there all the time, and I was meeting new people all the time, meeting like. Yeah, where, it was just meeting. Meet some yeah, owners. where do you meet? Like, yeah, where do you like... meet property owners? Be- because when I go out with relocation, <laughs> got it. I meet all these owners and I meet all the tenants and I meet all the. So it just has snowballed into.
0: So at this time, you're still working with the relocation. Company. I still and I still do today. Gotcha. So that is where you're getting a lot of your. That's where you're meeting a lot of your people. Exactly. Okay, and they had no issue with you. Whoever you met, feel free to do the property management side of things. Yeah, they never really said not to. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's really great. That's a huge group of people, that's very cool. Yeah. So do you specialize, or have you ever specialized in a certain type of property?
2: Just residential, just residential. Um, I'm very particular, like I need a house that's looked after, it's clean, the owners value that. Um, Because when you have people coming in, the tenants, if if it's dirty and it's not well-maintained, then they're they're not going to care, right? Right. So I I had an owner hang up on me one time and tell me I was annoying because I told him that his place wasn't clean. (laughs) And luckily, he met with the tenant, um, and she lost it on him. And uh, it's common sense. It's just common sense. It's it's practical.
1: You know, often we think tenants are sort of this lower level of, um, you know, person. But these are, these are professionals. These are people who uh, might be here for a shorter period of time and are yeah. looking for options. Like there's, yeah. there's a thousand different things. Of course, we always think of like the slum lording side of things. Yeah. But I like where you've stuck to a level of quality that people can be, and people typically they are proud of. Mm-hmm. Like there's lots of pride of ownership in it.
2: Yeah, and it, and it sets the tenant up. To be happy, <laughs> and then right, which they, for your
0: job is very important.
2: It's huge, and they'll take yeah. care of the place. So if it's clean, it's looked after. Everything's taken care of when it needs to be. It all it's smooth. Um, but if it's not, then you at the beginning you just have this awful relationship, and I won't do awful relationships. It's just not worth it to me. So even the owners, um, I'm very upfront and saying, like this is. Like I will treat you with kindness and respect. I expect that back. And even with my my journeyman and all my trades, I'll, there's a couple people that they don't treat them very well. Um, and I just I just don't like that. And I don't have like a year commitment. Basically, I say you know if you're if you're not happy, you can you know give me 30 days. We're good. So I don't hold anybody <laughs> to uh, to their contract just because I want them to be happy, and I want to be happy, and I don't want a relationship where we're not doing well. makes yep. total sense. So as far as. We should, we should
1: probably just introduce <laughs> Heidi, who is our dog. For those of you listening, our dog is now moving around. And uh, <laughs> we're at our house recording this. So this is Kirsten and home. Uh, leave it, Heidi. Welcome to our house. Yeah, and, <laughs> We um, actually
0: have, um, for those of you listening on the podcast, Um, as well, who aren't part of our office, but we have a big professional development center at our head office, and we are actually doing some Rika uh, classes internally for our commercial course today. So we needed a change of venue to still bring you this great content, so we figured we'll bring you into our house, but because Heidi lives into our house and she's a little needy for love, you might see her on set every now and then. She's pretty good.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally, totally.
0: Um, So. So I wanted to ask, will you or have you ever solicited for or would you be interested if there was a small condominium unit of 30 or 40 doors? Is that something that you would be interested in? Or have you ever done it before? Or are you like, I want kind of one owner, two or three properties, that's it? And what Uh, would the pros and cons of that be anyways? I would consider it. um,
2: But yeah, I'd have to kind of weigh everything. Um, So yeah, what I've done so far, it's just I have maybe three owners that have three properties each. Okay. Um, so I've never really had the opportunity to go bigger at right. this point. That's so. probably a totally
0: different can of worms okay. as well, isn't it? Yeah.
2: And management companies for buildings. There's a, there's a big need out there by the way, um, cause they're, they're really difficult sometimes. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, that's not my, that's not my thing. But you know, again, if it came up, then I would just have to look at it and see, Yeah, just kind of gauge.
1: On the uh, relocation side of things, yep. um, so you're still working with the relocation company that you're working with? Yes. Um, did that start off as an employment um, piece? OK. Yeah. Okay. So then that's how you sort of got into the game a little bit, and then things kind of grew from there? Yeah. So, <laughs> cute puppy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, have, you, have you thought about, are you looking at expanding to other relocation companies as well? Or, or is it, would that be sort of a conflict at this point?
2: Yeah. Um, I'm kind of, I, I, my focus isn't on relocation as much right. anymore. But I don't want to give it up altogether. Um, I love meeting new people. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Um, I just spoke to someone last night and, uh, that I'm taking out this weekend. Uh, and it ended up, I might be getting her as a, a, and being a realtor for her. Oh, nice. So it just gives me those different opportunities Um, so I'm, I'm I don't think I'll ever give it up, but I won't take on as much, Right. you know, just kind of keep the flow going and, uh, keep me happy.
0: Nice. Um, okay. So we were talking a little bit about owners. So we have one rental property currently and that you used to do all of the work for. And- It was, and it was one, like <laughs> it was one. It was like a ton I know why the
1: property management business exists.
0: Oh my gosh. It was in varsity yeah. totally. And I, I can't even, it was such a Everything about it was the worst. Um, and then years ago, you're like, I'm going to get some help with this. And you hired somebody to be yeah. doing whatever it was you're doing. Um. So the question I'm leading into is, you know, what do owners value about your services? I feel like I could almost answer that question from the experience side of it to just, I don't think we realized how much, of a relief it is to have somebody do it properly and take that work off of your back. But I guess talk through a typical day-to-day of what you do, maybe even from beginning to end, because there's a lot of people I think who have thought about doing property management, but they actually have no idea what that entails. So even the, the little, the total specifics that you might think would be completely redundant. Right. Um, I think communication is huge. Uh,
2: when I have someone call me, and I've had, I, lately I've had probably at least two calls a day inquiring. Um, okay. It's getting back to them right away. It's you know, telling them the facts, giving them you know, ideas and tips and to get them ready for it. Uh, but communication is huge. And just being com- competent, and, um, but getting back to them. I just had someone recently. The owners. The owners. The owners. Yeah. Um, where he was just like, wow, like you, you're on this. like You're here. He's like, I, I like your pace. I like your pace. Um, yeah. So it's, I, I deal with things as they come. And so when they call, I pretty much get back to them right away. Otherwise, I, I miss it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what services do you provide for owners? Like, in, like, obviously, there's communication. But like, I'm talking specifics. Like, somebody has a house. They want somebody to live in it. Like, talk about like the actual process of things that you would like physically do as part of your services. Oh, OK. Um, so I, I let them know that I basically have two services. Okay. I will either
2: find you somebody and set them all up. Or I will find somebody and manage it for you. Okay. Um, so whenever I do, and I call them FFOs, Finder Fee Only. Um, it's kind of my little thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just you know, advertise, I put it up on RentFaster. I only really use RentFaster and then use my company. I'll send the ad into my company, letting them know what's available. So then it gives more exposure to the, exec- the executives that are coming in. Okay. Um, I find Kijiji is just kind of, there's a lot of scams. Right. So I don't even bother. With that at all, Um, but other platforms I really don't use. I use Facebook. I'll put things on Facebook or like some social media, Um, and then so I find somebody. I'm very particular because I've had one bad experience and I will never let that happen again. Um, Actually, it's funny. It was probably this time, three or four years ago. Uh, The guy was a drug dealer.
1: (laughs) Was that the tenant or the
2: owner? The tenant. Okay. Um, Yeah, and his friends. You know. We're actually being investigated for murder. <laughs> oh wow! And it was, but really silly because he went into a place where it had a twenty-four-hour concierge. It had, you know, video so you could see everything. Yeah. Not the brightest. Not the well, brightest in the pack. Um, so yeah. So I really do my homework. I Google like I Google all the references. I Google and I just make sure they all kind of line up and they make sense. Right. And if they delay on certain documents, then I, I wait till they give it to me. Um, it's just not worth my time. So you're
0: very, very thorough with the screening process for tenants. Yes, because my summer
2: was shot three, four, four years ago. So, I bet. So, yeah. so I, I really vet them very well. Um, and then I just get them in. I do the movement inspection, take tons of photos. Um, I always tell the tenants to take tons of photos um, for their protection as well. Uh, and then get them set up. And then, dip, and then with FF. FFOs. I basically just hand it all over to the owner and then they deal with it.
0: Okay, and then so the step two is that you manage it.
2: Yes, so, so then that? same thing except I just continue on and
0: I'm the main point of contact. So if, and I'm just going li- to ask super basic questions here for everybody listening, but so if, if somebody has a toilet that won't stop running, they have your phone number and you are the person that they call. Exactly. If there's too much noise somewhere and they're upset about it, for any reason, or they want to, um, they have a one year lease, but they actually only want eight months and they need to negotiate trying to get out of it. So you are that point of contact and the tenant would never really for any reason ever have to con- have a conversation with the owner. No,
2: no, not at all. Yeah. yeah well. mean,
1: sometimes in real estate, a question comes up about like, well, why should I use a realtor? Why should I use a realtor with a new build? Why should I use a realtor in different circumstances? I imagine. The, based on the relocation you're talking about, you, you work with some out of country owners, which obviously you handle even some of the tax pieces right. to that, mm. uh, which is great. Uh, and that way they can be compliant. Um, and you might never ever got this question, but if someone were to ask you, you know, why should I, like I have this rental property, why should I use a property manager from an owner's perspective? Mm. What, would you, what would you say about that?
2: I always say it's, it's insurance, you know? insurance and you don't have to think about it you don't have to worry about it um, when the tenant and the owner have a relationship sometimes it can be really difficult so having that middle person really really helps kind of smooth things out
0: why why the difficulty um
2: well it say if the owner comes and the place is a mess yeah it's very personal there are a lot it's more personal. emotions exactly yeah um i had a property where the gentleman got a dog without letting anybody know. I got a message from the management company asking what's going on. Um, had he come to me and asked me, I may not have let him because I, ha- I was in his property. And it was dirtier than, you know what I mean? It just wasn't taken care of as much. It's, it was tidy, but you know all the grout is dark. And um, it just didn't look good. So I, to add a dog on top of that, I wouldn't have approved it um, unless we had the talk and unfortunately we had to have a talk <laughs> huh. and it was a little stressful um, and I had to say I'm sorry but your place isn't at the, at the level that it should be if it's like I, I wasn't going to say anything if it was just you but to add a dog on top of that is just you know I have the owner's best is- interests in, in heart and in mind sorry yeah. yeah and I have to look out for that so I'm sorry if I'm hurting your feelings but you have to take better care, especially if you have a dog. I'm sorry. So we ironed it out and it was fine. Um, but it's harder for the, the owner, you know like I, I can always blame the owner. You know like when I, I can kind of say, "Well, listen, I'm really sorry, but the owner feels this way. Yes
0: right. and kind of play that middleman, and, and I'm the good guy in a way. Do You yes. know what I'm saying? Which is um, a nice relationship for the tenant to have, And then you're always the good guy with the owner too, because you're also his yeah. advocate, and yeah. Yeah. You know, that makes a lot of sense. So things go quite a bit smoother.
2: Definitely. Yeah. And I've got amazing tenants and I've got amazing owners. Um, I, do, I do have one tenant that's a little not that nice and I had to talk to them about it. Um, but I won't put up with that. It's not, it's not worth my time. For me, it's just the good energy and the karma and you know, I'm very nice to people, I'm very kind and I'm very respectful um, and I really need to have that back. Otherwise, it's just it's not worth, worth it for me. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, especially especially in property management, because a bad tenant or a bad owner can you know, really spoil awful. the bunch.
2: It's awful. <laughs> yeah. The other thing that, yeah. was,
1: that was so important to me was that you can only take on so many rental properties before you need to have a part-time job as a property manager and eventually even a full-time job depending on the size mm-hmm. of your portfolio. So working with a property manager made it where now I truly had a passive investment yeah um whereas there's almost nothing passive about your own personal rental property you can it can like i had a con i have a condo and it's it's a it sits for a while and i don't hear from them and you know four months but of course the time that i hear from them i'm out of town and now i got to try to source out the thing and it's you know it's a couple days of being a nightmare um so i love that aspect of saying if you truly want a passive investment then and if you have a property manager it's infinitely scalable. Yeah.
0: And, you know, I remember when we first, the years ago, when we hired the property manager, and I was, and I was a little bit torn because the, mar- the market had already gone down, right. which meant we were already making, you know, less on it. And it, at some point, you know, we were losing money on it. And then it was, you know, let's hire a property manager. I was just like, oh, like now I have to pay somebody else and it's already going. But in retrospect, I mean, there would be times where somebody would leave and it could take us, two, three, four months just with the amount of time that we had to properly go in, do what needed to be done, make sure the sheets were good, clean it, do all of the interviews. Or having a property manager, it's like, yes, there's a fee involved, but like there's never been waiting time. Like they are just so unbelievably on it that like somebody's in, somebody's out, right? Like and like that actually makes a massive difference. Because if you don't have the time to do that turnover quickly, yeah. those months, that one or two months of missed rent, I mean, That's paying for a property manager, in and of itself. Plus, you just don't have the hassle of it. So, I mean, it's been just a huge win. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Tell
1: us. Tell us on the tenant side. So, uh, why is it good for a tenant? And uh, first of all, do you ever do you ever work with tenants where tenants pay you? Do you have that service defined to to place them? Maybe through the relocation. Just through relocation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, so what value do the tenants get? When they're in the property, and obviously you're managing it, even the finder's fee side of things. But uh, what value is there there?
2: Um, I'm a texter, so they just text me. Um, I do need to find a texting app that makes it a little easier, and I can keep them all. But they text me, and I'm on it. And if and I always say, if you don't hear from me in a couple hours, just text me back again because I might be driving. Yeah. Um, but again, they they'll say, you know, thanks so much. Like you you were on it. You got whoever I needed. Um, I just, yeah, I just deal with it right away. So they appreciate that. Um, when they're coming into a unit, if the property is empty, and I always ask the owners whenever they're, we're signing up, I'll say, listen, if the property is empty um, and they need it for a certain time, but they can have it a little bit earlier, I'm not going to give them like a full month, but will you allow me to let them in? Because as long as they have their tenant insurance, as long as they have their utilities, I would rather have somebody in it than not yeah. just leaving it empty. Um, So, I find that that always sets it up. So, the tenant's appreciative of that. Yeah. And it it works really well. Um,
0: Yeah. I think it's probably nice to deal with somebody whose official job it is to also manage the property versus I need something from somebody whose full time job is working at Suncor 55 hours a week. Yeah. And when they get home, they have like their wife or husband and three children who, and they need to go to baseball, right? Like, it's just so different being like, I'm communicating with somebody whose job it is to effectively communicate back with me. Like I bet the responses are just
2: Yeah and faster. Yeah, and I give them like I'm looking after the owner, but I'm also looking after the tenant. So I will tell them, you know, you need to make sure you take photos. You need to make sure that, you know, you keep this email thread or whatever. Like I'm protecting both sides and I'm telling them kind of the law or like the legalities of things yeah. to make sure that they know what they're doing as well. Um, so it just, again, it just lends well and it goes together. And yeah.
0: So when these, when, and this isn't one of these questions, but obviously your portfolio of handy people yep. is very important to your business. So do you kind of have your list of plumber electrician? And just for people considering doing this themselves eventually, because I think we're going to have some realtors that might who would you say are your absolute go to? These are the people that you need on your list. Handyman is my top go my to. Yeah. Um, so that would be like quick paint fix or uh, yeah. install a fridge or. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. I have a really good painter, so I was sent him out. <laughs>
1: He's Changing really locks, fixing stuff. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, and then plumber. Plumber's another one. Electrician, but very rarely do I ever need an electrician. A lot of times, a handyman can do those little things. Um, yeah, appliance guy. <laughs> yeah. Appliance guy. Very important. I've got the best, best one. He's amazing. Mm. He knows everything inside and out. And I'll send him the model serial number, and he'll, you know, basically say, okay, well, this is why, and it's this old. This, you know, it's crazy what he knows. Um, so appliance guy is huge too. You're talking about repair. Yes. Appliance repair. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And do you use would you, you know, you're Googling somebody and they have and they say I'm $80 an hour and this is it. Or have you kind of negotiated your own rates that you work with them out because they're your preferred vendors?
2: Yeah, I've been pretty lucky. Um, I have a hard time paying really high amounts. Like, so for cleaning, I will not pay $45. dollars um, i always, $30 is basically the max, maybe 35 if I'm desperate, um, even the handyman. I, I get them for $45 an hour. Nice. Wow. So I, I don't like paying more than I have to. Um, I deal with one of the guys at uh, CIR now for plumbing, and he's been amazing, and his rates are really good. Nice. Uh, so I just, I'm not saying I'm cheap, but
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm very conscious of that. Well, that's huge for the owners. That's massive for the owners, right? Like it's a, exactly. That's a huge value to make sure that you're keeping those maintenance costs reasonable. Exactly, yeah, because there's other companies that upcharge Quite a bit, like a right. lot. Um, ah, and I, as in, like you pay your plumber, you pay your plumber forty-five dollars an hour, but you would charge that back to the owner at sixty dollars an hour. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. At, at this point, I have a hard time with it. <laughs> um, you know,
2: I could see five or ten dollars, but not really more than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to help the owner and keep it low. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So.
1: Um, what do you like most now about property management?
2: Um, I love the people. I love making people happy. I love the flexibility. Um, I'm very good at it. It comes easy to me. Um, I'm very... not. I can just say it how it is, you right. know? Uh, I can put it in a way where people... It's, it's a little more comfortable whenever I'm having to talk about things that are uncomfortable. Um, and I just... I love it. I love dealing with it. Um, Yeah, it's great.
1: And now you're also starting to explore more of the residential sales side. Yes. Which you haven't done a lot of. No. And it was so funny because Teal and I would have conversations in the early days. And she was like, ah, there's this contract i gotta do this like it stresses me out a little bit and i'm just like oh my gosh like that that part is brainless to me and i'm like what you're doing is the rocket science and then oh. you sort of learn both sides you're like oh okay okay we can figure this out
2: yeah so. my first sale i was just like oh this isn't that bad it's exactly like property management just different paperwork yes um yeah so that i yeah, it was good, um, but holy frig, it was hard <laughs> to get past that. I was just so nervous and so worried. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's very much like property management, yeah. just a different angle. Oh yeah, when you do That's the
1: up. when you do your owner's agreements uh, yeah. that we've seen, I mean the the paperwork yeah. is very similar. Exactly. So, yeah.
0: yeah. So I'm glad I kind of got over that hump. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So it's much better. Do you think? Um, and this is kind of personal question. So obviously property management in general, and I'm, and I'm gonna ask you some questions that are not on here because I think there's, there's some things that, I'm gonna ask questions that I think people who are considering doing this are probably thinking to themselves. Yeah. And one of them would be, so you're currently selling real estate, maybe you're doing five deals a year, 10 deals a year, 15 deals a year, whatever it is you're doing. And then you think, I'd like to build a property manage more, management portfolio of call it 25 doors. Yep. Let's just start something basic. From a general time investment perspective, where do you think that balance is? Where I can probably very do a good job of managing this many doors while still having the time to service clients. What and I know that you're not there yet, but if you, based on your property management experience, how do you in your head? How do you see that balance, and where do you see it being? Um, I would, I would probably say, I, I would probably
2: say 25. In the way that, like, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the management. Software. Yes. Yes. <laughs> when that gets up and running, I think we could, you know, it could be a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think twenty-five, especially if you're a busy realtor, because I am realizing that when you're a realtor, holy jumping jackrabbit, it's uh, <laughs> you really have to be on. You have to. Yeah. Um, I'm doing relocation, property management, and sales, and it it is a lot. Absolutely. Um, I I am having a hard time with the the work life balance. Um, I love it so much. Like, I could literally do it 24-7 and be so happy, but I have a family. And so I'm still trying to figure out how to balance that. It's it's not easy at that all. That makes sense. With yeah. the occasional
1: trip to New York here and there.
2: Well, my vacations mean a lot. Yeah, I just yeah. got back from three weeks, and my brain shut down, and it was so amazing. It, it just made me realize that I really need those vacations because I'm on such a fight or flight a lot of the time, yeah. and to be able to just shut it down is so important. Um, yeah, because it was it was pretty crazy for a little bit. And and that was bringing everyone over, doing all the paperwork. Yeah. you know, there's just just a lot going on in the yeah. past six months. For sure. Um, but again, I loved it. It's it's great. It makes me so happy.
0: How many hours? Um. Um. You know, a month is a bad way to put it because you never know. But if you were to, to try and time budget yourself, you would say, in a twelve month period, one property is likely going to take me X number of hours. Oh God. Have you ever? <laughs>
1: i got a calculator here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's obviously there's obviously the second somebody has to leave and then you have to find a tenant, obviously there's something. And then, you know, sometimes things could go wrong. Sometimes they couldn't. But just for the people watching, to give them some general idea of how much time investment it would be to manage one property. Maybe you go buy it. <laughs> a, one, a yeah.
2: very hard quest, or answer, question to answer because there's, they're all so different. Some are super easy and some are super hard.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, that's fair. So there's really no, way to, there's no way to prepare for it. There's no way to prepare for that. Sure. And that's a good, no, yeah. and that's actually a really, that's a really good answer. Because yeah. I think when people are doing business planning to say, I want to incorporate this into my business, this many of X, lots of people think, well, do I have the time and resources for it? So I guess even just knowing that there's really no way to plan the time or resources for it probably is just good as part of their business strategy. Don't get over your head because you don't know how it's going to turn out. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I have one
2: property that I took on um, not knowing that there was really an issue. And we kept having the ceiling drip. Like it, in the winter time when the snow would melt, it would drip. <laughs> we couldn't yeah. figure it out. Um, I put tenants in there and it was awkward. It was uncomfortable yeah. because yeah, it was just kind of in limbo. You had the, you know, the stipple kind of dropping onto the furniture. Um, and and that, that's your responsibility now. <sighs> yeah. And, and yeah. talking to the management company was terrible. Like, they were the would forget. Yeah, because it had been happening for years. Right. And then you talk to her, and she'd be, like, asking the same questions. And I'm like, we've been dealing with this for a couple of years now. And it's just going back, and then she's blaming us and getting us to clean out the... the uh, lint from the you know piping and all that stuff and it's just been crazy it's been stressful so that has taken up more time than it should and if it would continue then I would say listen I'm so sorry but this is it's too much like you need to figure it out and unfortunately it's the building um a lot of these buildings they're they're just not built properly they and, and then they can't figure it out and then it goes on to the owner And it's not fair.
0: And as soon as it goes on to the owner, what that really means is that it's going on to you. Yeah. So if you're going to take on these properties, you need to fully expect that, like, these are now your burdens and your responsibilities. So if you're not, if you don't have the time and the experience and the tenacity to do it, it's probably better to refer a client to somebody else than just think, I'm going to give this a whirl if you don't think you have time for it. Because, right, stuff like that comes up and it's super serious and you have to deal with it properly. Yeah. And then dealing yeah. with the management companies, they're they're not easy.
2: Like trying to reach them and yeah, it just doesn't it, yeah, it's not fun. I was going
1: yeah. to say that uh next question is that what do you like the least about property management? And maybe condo property management companies is one of those uh things that aren't that great sometimes. Very
2: true. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. That, <laughs> they're 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 the number one, actually, really? unfortunately. And I yeah. feel bad that, but
1: what percentage of your portfolio would be, uh, you know, apartment style condos uh, versus single family?
2: Probably 60 to 70 okay. percent, so quite a few of them. Yes, um, and you really have to be on top of it. Like, you know, the couple times that I did it at the beginning, you know, I didn't do the move in inspection, like, we didn't let them know about the move in inspection, and so. Luckily, I wasn't charged for it, so the, the owner wasn't charged for it, hence I was charged for it. Um, but you really have to do all the paperwork. You have to do all the tenant undertaking, yeah. the, all the bylaws. You have to make sure that the tenant has them. There's so much. And, I, and I've educated a couple of people that, again, that I go with relocation. I meet these owners, and they're not doing all this. And I'll be like, okay, you really have to do this. Or you have somebody helping a friend and technically doing it all, but they're not doing it properly, and I'm just like, you're going to get in trouble. Like, you need to make sure they have tenant insurance. You need to yeah. make sure that they have the utilities set up. Um, you need to do all this stuff beforehand, or you could, the owner could be charged. Yeah. yeah, the co-op or the condo is
0: is a tough one. Like, there's so many details. Yeah, and one, I guess that's why you look at you know doing property management. There's a lot of people that just say, off the cuff all manage your property, which is totally not allowed and not legal um, at all. But some people just give it a go, but you're actually really putting yourself at risk by taking on responsibility that you aren't qualified to do when you're acting in someone's best interest and it's a higher professional. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. So
1: how's the market, the rental market?
2: It's strong. It's really strong. It's been strong for the past year. Yeah, about a year, year and a little bit. Um, so you
1: notice previous to that, through it was slower?
2: Yeah, oh, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, just whenever the economy went down, everyone was leaving. Like, everyone was vacating Calgary. Yeah. Uh, like, I brought in over 200 Chevron. Wow. And in two years, they were all shipped back. Wow. wow. So the amount of money that they spent bringing them here, and then the amount of money that they spent, oh you know, gosh. shipping them out, it was crazy. Um, so, yeah, for the past year, year and a half, just, yeah with the mortgage rules and all that. Yeah. People have to save and um, yeah, it's, it's very rare that I go more than four weeks with a property
0: being empty. So for the most part, that's it's pretty good. R- that's great. Yeah. That's really great. What about um, rental pricing? Has that gone up a little bit? It is going up a little bit, yeah. So
2: a lot of times now when I re- renew, um, I'll check it out, but normally I can raise it at 100 to 150. So it is going back up a little bit. I don't think we'll ever see what we had before. Yeah, um, it needed to adjust. It was it was crazy. It was astronomical. Yeah. What people were paying in
1: 2007, even like yeah. I remember, I was I had this fully furnished place, the, the condo. We were up to sixteen hundred dollars a month, and you know now we're at like twelve fifty. So yeah. it's like okay, well, <laughs> you know. know, it's a Substantial. big difference. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, even now, I have a place in um, East Village, and furnished or unfurnished. Before, you could get a substantial amount more. Yeah. It would be, you know, maybe f- almost five to $800 more a month. Wow. Now we're pretty much at par or just a little bit above. So the two-bedroom in East Village, we're just doing 2400 furnished. furnished. Yep. A little bit easier for him just to keep the stuff there. And 2300 unfurnished. Wow. Yeah. So it's not really much of a difference. You don't have a lot of people coming in on contract anymore. That's
1: right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But... With that being said, Furnished is still going because you have these people that are in limbo and they don't want to commit, you know. So I'm not saying that Furnished is completely off the table, but to rent your place, you'll have more people that want Unfurnished to be able to rent it faster. So I've switched the, the ad to Unfurnished or ne- Negotiable, but Unfurnished, and I've had a lot more calls. So you just kind of have to gauge it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah.
0: Cool. So I guess on on that note, final closing thoughts. People, realtors thinking today, you know, CIR is going to get involved in property management. We're going to have, um, you know, two different options. Option one is we are actually going to have a corporate division where corporately we will manage properties, which is kind of cool. That's not there yet, but it's coming. And the other one is realtors can just do this themselves. So for the realtors just doing it themselves. By the time
1: this airs, it might be there. Oh, the
0: there. So we'll see. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, so I guess. Your advice in two different ways. Number one, people who think that they would like to start doing this, how would you say they should start? And number two, for people who aren't really into it, advice on referring business out. Can you just say that one more time? (laughs) Yeah, I'll do it slightly. So, first one is we'll do it in two parts. First one, people who would like, who think that they would like to develop a property portfolio. Property management portfolio, as of today, they don't have a single property, but they'd like to get into it. What would you say their kind of first steps should be into that journey? Probably just
2: start slow, just to A, to see if you like it. Um, And second, do you have a personality for it? Um, You're going to have to be honest and upfront and say it how it is. Uh, You're going to have to be strong in the way that there's going to be conflict, you know, and you have to be able to handle that. just being practical, you know, uh, due diligence, make sure you do what you need to do, make sure you're going through all the steps because you have to cover your yourself and the owners. So so you just have to be really diligent in doing what you need to do.
1: Well, on the, the second piece of that, then let's ask from, from your perspective, a realtor has an owner right now yeah. and they want to refer teal Tatum, who's taking referrals, yeah. um, a client, yeah. and who's a good client for you? Who is, or, or what should that realtor know about the type of person that you would be looking for as an owner?
2: Um, what type of owner? Or
1: maybe type of property. Or, <laughs> that Because you said you said you know, there's a certain, you don't take all properties.
2: Well, it ha- I'm, I'm pretty open. But if a place is run down, right. for example, there's a place in Edgemont, which I thought, oh, Edgemont. Everyone wants to be in Edgemont. Um, I went to this place. And it was awful. She had let the house go. It, there was mold everywhere, literally in the the jam, like the jams or the door shuts. The door jam, it was so soft. Oh wow! It was the, the place was disgusting. It was dirty. There's no way in he- heck she'd be able to clean. It was so bad. Um, she got the people in. She got the painter in. But high maintenance, and I don't want to deal with a house like that. Like literally, the stucco was coming off the house. It was just a disaster, so wow. I don't,
0: I don't want that. Um, it's a, it's a liability, yeah, um, and most realtors probably doing this themselves. You should probably say no to that. Yeah, you yeah. don't want that.
2: You don't want that liability. So, um, I just make sure that they're, they're clean, they're well looked after, that the owners have the capacity to spend what they need to, on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I do tell them it has to be professionally cleaned, at least to that standard. Um, I'm just I'm very picky because I'm the one that has to deal with it and I'm the one that has to kind of go and clean up after it. So I'm just I say it at the beginning whenever I'm writing up the contract, you know, kindness and respect. <laughs> I need the property to be professionally cleaned. I need it to be looked after. I need to know that you have the funds to be able to look after what needs to be looked after and we're good, you know? And I will do my part to get you an amazing tenant. And I I have I have great people. You know, um, I'm very proud of that. Uh, after that one person at the beginning, yeah, everybody's been great. And and they'll say, you know, we're staying because of you. I guess yeah. you know some people have had some bad experiences in the past and they didn't get their damage deposit back. And um, I, I, I work on both sides. Obviously, the owner comes first, but the tenant has to be happy. Otherwise, it's not going to go well.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes
2: sense.
0: Well, thank you so much, Teal. For yeah, sharing Teal, thank you so
1: much for sharing with yeah, us. Yeah, this
0: it's was fun. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Perfect. So this will be aired on CRLTBusinessMastery.com. Um, so check that out. You can also, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, check this out on the podcast as well and follow us each uh, every second week for more great content. And like us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook. And anything else?
0: Nope, oh, that is about it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in.
1: Awesome. Thanks, and have a great week.